Previously on the Damage Guild podcast. I slowly back over the edge. Deeper and deeper and the lights fade away above you. I am going to touch down silently. I'm actually going to go inside one of the caves. You hear a footstep and you turn around to see one of those gray creatures stepping away from the wall as if it was hidden in the stone itself. I'm going to whip the rope as strong as I can. I start hauling them up. You do hear them moving up the wall behind you. Oh God. We're pulling you as fast as we can. There's one right behind me. I yank Tokus up. The first Grimlock reaches the top ledge. I'll Spartan kick him into the chasm. I'm going to go for a nice gut stab. You skewer him on your rapier and he falls into the abyss below. Sounds like we all got to go down there. Yeah, we do, I think. Shaba, why don't you take the first go? You don't see anything. I slap my left hand on the wall and start walking around the room. Your hand brushes against something that is decidedly not rock. All right. Ooh. Hey, a natural 20. What do you know? That's, oh, nice. That's a 15. (laughs) We've gotten so many of those lately. Four. (laughs) I didn't realize I could roll that low. So 22. Unfortunately, Aslo and Tokus are surprised, so your high roll doesn't actually help you all that much. So, Shaba, you get to go first. Oh boy. Okay, well, uh, I take out my short sword and I stick it in the gut. Okay. It's a 19. Oh yeah, and I hunter's mark at BT dubs. Uh, 11 damage. So, in sudden surprise, you draw your sword and stab him straight up between the ribs into the heart and he collapses to the ground. Oh wow, okay. And even though it's not a game action, I'm totally gouging out his eyes in panic and fear. (laughs) Shaba, he's still blind. What are you doing? No, because it'll hurt him, not because it'll make him not see. He's he's already dead. (laughs) He wasn't a second ago, as he just falls off of my fingers. Oh, gross. Okay, and moments later, you hear the thumping as who knows how many feet start running towards you from the darkness around. Oh, wonderful. I sheathe my short sword and take out my bow and turn my (laughs) headlamp in the direction of the feet. So looking out into the cavern, well, you can pick out five individuals that have just pulled themselves away from the sides of of the wall and are running towards you. Aslo, your fireball! Uh... I don't, I don't know, Fireball. They also didn't teach me that one in Barnes College. <laughs> you know, you can't learn everything you need to learn from college, Aslo. Hmm. Some of this you can only learn by real-world experience. Why don't you just try to cast Fireball? Just That's act true. like you're casting it, and maybe they'll get scared and run away. Mm, I close my eyes and <laughs> try with every bit of my being to summon a Fireball. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Do I cast Fireball? Um, no. Oh. It's also not your turn, and you're still surprised. Oh. (laughs) Okay, I'm just doing that when it's not my turn, then. These five creatures are running at you. One of them is closer to the middle of the room, and it just kind of stands up from the ground where it was hiding. Oh, creepy. And that one also pulls out a sling and chucks a rock at you towards Shaba and hits you for seven points of damage. Dang, son. So now it's Aslo's turn. 
All right. Are any of them uh, nearby, right in front of me, or close by? Uh, no, they're all at this point about sixty feet away or so. Ooh. Um. <clears throat> okay. In that case, I will step forward a little bit and basically just ready an action to attack when they get close. Okay. Shaba. Uh, how come Tokus's turn got skipped? I rolled a four. He was surprised, and I was surprised. Oh, okay. But mostly because I was surprised. All right, I will hit the guy with a sling, or try to. That's a 22 to hit. Yeah, that hits. Bonus action, hunters mark him, because the other guy's dead. Uh, that's 13 damage. Your arrow pierces through his skull, and he slumps back to the ground that he just stood up from. <laughs> <laughs> so they all rush forward and form this semicircle around the three of you but they don't have enough movement to also attack you. So, mm. Aslo, you do get your reaction, though. Okay. To attack one of them. Oh, to attack one of them? Okay. All right, that would be a total of 20 for uh, two damage, two piercing damage. So he just runs and, like, stops short enough just so that I poke him a little bit with the tip of my sword. Yeah, you you kind of poke him lightly in the stomach. And he tickles. Tokus's turn. Okay, so uh, quiveringly, I reach into my bag and I take out a vial. The vial from the creature, the goopy, yellowish, like snot looking like, like vial. And I uncork it and I'm going to dip my rapier, just the tip, into the vial. Okay, is this the. Is this the... The carrion like crawler the, the venom. blood or equivalent that came out of it, or is this the vial of stuff that you milked from the tentacles? No, I milked from the ven- like from the tentacles. Like those are the- two different things. Yeah, I, I, want the, I want the yellow, like, tentacle milkings. Well, the yellow stuff was from its insides. It's its uh, blood. What color is this stuff? The stuff that made you paralyzed, right? Yeah, the, the paralyzation yeah. thing is just like a clear liquid. Oh, okay. So I'm going to dip my rapier in the the milked tentacle goo. And then as a bonus action, I, I want to use my action, action surge, I mean. Okay, so you take your action to dip your sword in and then your action surge. Action surge to swipe at the one that Aslo tickled. Nice. Okay, here we go. Okay. I rolled splendidly. I got 15. All right. That hits... Alright, and then need a D8. Ooh, max damage. Sweet. As your sword pierces into its side, he gargles a little bit and you see his body tensing up. <laughs> awesome! <laughs> yes, oh, it, it worked. worked! That was yes. so cool! <laughs> I hope I didn't use up all of it though. <gasps> um, it's Aslo's turn next. Since I don't do a ton of damage, I'm just gonna go ahead and take another swing at him. Wait, he's he's poisoned. Yeah, no. If he's if he's like locking up, then that'll like temporarily knock him out of the out of the fight, right? So, how close is the next one to me? Just a few feet away. Okay. Uh, in that case, I will step over and swing at him instead. So nine to hit. No, that misses. All right. Um, as a bonus action, I will look at Shaba and say, Shaba, your uh, your shoulder blades are like the uh, the wings of a very tall bird. All right. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's the best I got right now. Roll with it. I hope you don't run out of these, Brian. Oh, I'm running out real quick, so quality is going to start plummeting. You could begin to complement our less uh, concrete characteristics. That's true. Like your iron will and... And your your sense of purpose is like... Your boyhood uh, outlook on the world. Yeah, but Aslo's too superficial to do things like that. That's very yeah, true. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> your sense of purpose is like a porpoise. Right, exactly. Um, it is Shaba. Okay, uh, I'm gonna Hunter's Mark that guy that Aslo just tried to hit. And I think we'll do it. Let's see. Uh, yeah, I'll use the, the Bardic here to try to hit him. Okay, that is a 14. That hits. All right. So thanks to the Hunter's Mark, I deal 15 damage. I realized I was rolling 2d6 all, like, the two last sessions instead of d8s for my ball. What? Oh, no. An idiot. <laughs> yeah. Like a jabroni. I know, right? <laughs> uh, yes, I'm definitely a jabroni. You draw and loose your arrow and take down your quarry. Sweet. Yeah. The remaining two and a half, if you count the paralyzed ones, half, <laughs> are looking rather worried. One of them makes a break for it. The other one continues to attack, and the other other one is paralyzed. So he's like free experience at this point. We can kill him later. <laughs> That's right. We could ask him questions. Ooh, good point. Except he can only speak in that low, gravelly rumble. Oh. All right, so the one that attacks swings his club uh, at Shaba, but you nimbly dodge out of the way. Phew. And you see the one that's paralyzed starts to shake it off, and it looks like he's recovering. And then the third one is darting down the passageway. Uh, Tukus. Okay, so I won't be able to catch the one that's running away, right? No. Okay. Uh, Aslo? Yes? How good are you at throwing swords? I know you can throw daggers, but can you throw swords? Uh, not well enough to count as doing... Uh, D8 damage, if that's what you're asking. I'm going to hand my rapier to Aslo, and I'm going to trust him that he can pull this off. (laughs) Even though he just told you he couldn't. Your trust is quite misplaced, I'm afraid. I'm going to trust you. So I I delicately hand you the rapier, and I remind you that don't touch the end of this. (laughs) With your bare hands. All right. All right, and then I'm going to don my shield and charge at the other guy that stuck around. You know you can hold both at the same time, right? But I gave you my rapier. Yeah, but if you didn't give me your rapier, then you can hold that in no, one hand. No, no, no. I'm giving you my rapier. I, I'm going to trust you. All right. Fair enough. Uh, but Asla already has a rapier, though. Yeah. But my rapier is still coated with the stuff. Right. So throwing a regular rapier, <laughs> not as good as throwing a venomized rapier, Shaba. Okay. Shabba, obviously. We don't have time to talk about this for the middle of combat. So I hand right. Aslo my poisoned rapier, and then I will shield bash or charge at the other guy. That's strength, right? Yes. Strength athletics. See, Thane is doing it right. Thane is letting me be a peacock and fly. You guys are trying to stop <laughs> me. You just gotta yeah. let me do my thing, okay? We're turning you into pigeons. We're trying to make you conform to the rules of the game. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. <laughs> well, he knows how to throw things. I was thinking I would, I would throw... question them. his ability to throw something farther than you can run. Especially something that's not meant to be thrown. Yeah. Well, if he misses, I'll go get the rapier later. It's fine. <laughs> All right. I got a... 14. 
I got higher than that. So... No! (laughs) Not again! You run forward and try to swing your shield at him. He deflects it with his club and knocks your shield off to the side. Aslo. Where are um, the other ones in relation to me? There's the one that's running away. It's just kind of halfway across the room. There's one right in front of Shaba. And then there's the one that just unparalyzed in front of you. Okay, so you were asking me to throw the rapier at the one who's running away. No, you you do what you want to do. <laughs> if you believe in yourself that you can do it, go for it. But um, without having enough time to think, uh, Aslo will just kind of look at it in his hand and then look over at the other one and just... He'll, he'll get a running start, but then he'll try and throw the sword as far as he can. Like a javelin? Yeah, javelin style, exactly. <laughs> okay, uh, you do have the guy right in front of you that gets to attack you if you run past him to throw it. Uh, okay, in that case, seeing him like come spring back to life I think I would instinctively much more likely stab him with uh, with the poisoned uh, sword then. Yeah, stab him with the poison one. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Your rapier hasn't been um, uh, rusted at all, has it? Nope. That'd be a 16 to hit. That hits. And 5 damage. His muscles tense one last time and then he collapses and then <laughs> ah. kind of goes... <laughs> Not limp on the ground. <laughs> Whatever the opposite of limp is, he's that. How about this? He clumps stiffly <laughs> to the ground. Clumps over. Clumps. How much venom do I get out of like applying it to blades, and then how long does it last when on said blade? Or is it just like circumstantial? Honestly, I think most poison's supposed to last for like an attack. Or at least it did in earlier editions. Oh, really? I don't know about. 5th edition poison. I've never had to use it yet, so I would have to look that up. I can check the ones that are in the um, handbook. It may not be the last time I apply some sort of concoction to my blade. So, yeah, if you could look that up, that would be helpful. It says um, it it can coat one weapon or up to three pieces of ammunition. Uh, Once applied, it retains its potency for one minute before drying. This is just the basic poison in the... Okay, so one minute. So we have 60 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. That, yeah, lasting for one round, I never really liked in third edition. That doesn't make much yeah. sense. <laughs> it, was, it was like one minute or until it hits or something like that. Are you going to move anywhere, Aslo? Um, so I'll just end my turn there. Okay. Shaba. All right. Um, I, tur- I turn toward the guy who's running away, settle my headlamp on him, and draw back my bow. And right before I shoot, I, I kind of like lean over to Tokus and I'm like, you do realize that I can stab things that are far away, right? <laughs> and I take a shot. Oh, if I'd given you the rapier, you wouldn't have been able to f- shoot the rapier with the bow. And that's a 20 to hit. Hunter's marked. For nine damage. Nine damage does not bring him down. <laughs> so... Shoot him in the back, and he staggers forward a few more steps, but still keeps on running. (laughs) Do you want me to toss you the vial, and you could have coated your arrows? I should have dipped my arrow first, shouldn't I? Uh, As a move action, I'll take out another arrow and uh, dip it in Tokus's vial. (laughs) What? This is precious stuff. I refuse. You may not... No. Uh, I think it's an action to do that. I'm just saying, why are we throwing our swords around when, uh, when I can just stab things with my arrows? I'll admit, Shabba, I hadn't thought about using the poison on your arrows. <laughs> but I'd like to conserve this, so instead I cork it and put it back into my bag. Yeah, it says applying the poison takes an action. 
Probably because you have to be a little bit more careful than just dunking something in there. Yeah. Right. And it's their turn again. The one that's in front of Shaba takes another swing. Oh, you know what? Well, well, hold on. Before you announce the result of that, um, since I didn't bring him down and since I can't use my move action to coat the arrow, that guy is the one who I've marked, the guy who's still running, so I'll just take the opportunity attack to run after him. So I'll just make a move action toward him because he's eventually going to reach that tunnel and go out of sight. So I want to follow him. So I'll take that as an opportunity attack. All right. He attacks and... Club just barely connects with your leg as you run past him. You take eight points of damage, so maybe not just barely, but... <laughs> yeah, a little more than barely there. <laughs> well, the hit roll was just barely. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use my uh, stone's endurance here. When I take damage, I re- use my reaction to roll a d12, add my con mod, and reduce the damage by that total. All right, so I shrug off six of that. Nice. So yes, he just barely scrapes you with this club. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I return to my previous statement. <laughs> uh, the formerly paralyzed one takes a swing at Aslo and misses. And then the the one that was attacking Shaba now attacks Tokus is probably closer. So he turns towards you, and in retaliation for that shield bash, he comes down hard with his club and smashes... Your helmet for eight points of damage also. Ow. Yikes. Do I feel dazed? Like, is my, am I like, oh, like, birds, like, tweet, tweet, tweet? (laughs) Your eyes go blurry for a moment as the pain shoots through you. He then turns and starts to run also. So you get to attack him as he runs. Absolutely, I will, but I don't have a weapon. Oh, that's right, so you don't get to attack him as he runs. (laughs) Uh, You don't threaten with a shield? Oh, that sucks. (laughs) I can't even, like, trip him or anything? Nothing? Nope. Pull a Captain America and throw your shield after him. (laughs) So he gives you a parting blow before starting to run off. Dang it. I guess it hit me again? You cowards, come back. And Tokus, it's your turn. Could I have, like, shot him with the crossbow, or no? It's like a melee weapon action, right? (laughs) If you were still holding your rapier, you could have attacked him. Okay. All right, my turn. Um, (laughs) You can walk up to Aslo. Give me that back. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I will do exactly that. I walk up to Aslo, and I said, that's not what I wanted you to do with the rapier, and I snatch it out of his hands. (laughs) And then uh, I will charge after the one that smacked me over the head and attack him. All right. I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. Can I do all those things? Yeah, grabbing the weapon as a move action, that's just like drawing it, right? That's part of your move. You're just walking by and taking the Yeah, but he's he's not in the same direction, and the Grimlock runs faster than you do. Oh, he's in a different direction. Uh, You know what? Then screw it. (laughs) Rewind. I want the shield bash to work. I charge after oh the Grimlock, and I'm going to shield bash him this time, for real. So for the fourth try? <laughs> I got a wonderful 12. Okay. All right. You beat me by a point, finally. Oh, wow. Yes! Oh, hey, yes! Hey! What happens? So, I'm, I'm so, that's why I keep doing this action, because I want to know what happens <laughs> if I'm successful. Are you trying to damage him with a shield, or I guess you're not shoving anymore, because that was what it was before. You're just trying to push him over, right? 
trip. It's it's like a it's a shield bash. Like it's like a. I said ah. before that it was a shove. So <laughs> punch him with my shield. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. It was a, like it's supposed to be a trip attack or a shove. So you run up to him and catch up as he's running through the darkness. Bring up your shield in both hands and just slam it down on his back. <laughs> Flattens to the ground <laughs> like a book, like a book over a student's head. Just like yeah. it's like when you're knocking out the guards. Yeah. <laughs> El Kabong. So he is prone on the ground. Yeah. The effect. Nice. Nice. All right. As though. All right. I'll go after the guy who's on the ground and see if I can run up close enough to, for an attack. I'll allow it. You're close enough. All right. Poison blade. <laughs> uh, that is a nine. <laughs> uh, same thing Come I rolled the other time. Circumstance bonus because he's lying down. Isn't there any advantage <laughs> yeah, on you that? You have advantage on that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he's lying down. He's at a disadvantage. <clears throat> uh, 17 this time. Okay, okay that that's does a little better. <laughs> and uh, ooh, uh, natural one on the damage die. Yes. So that would be three damage. Three damage, and for my con save, natural one. <laughs> All so, right. <laughs> he is lying on the ground underneath Tokus's shield. You come in and graze him with your rapier, and then he tenses up. <laughs> He's foaming at the mouth. And we are back to Shaba. All right, I'm going to take this shot and hope it lands. He's still marked. Better shoot him this time, Shaba. Dang it! It's a ten to hit. That misses. Cripes, I'll continue my pursuit of my <laughs> quarry. Run after it. Your hersuit pursuit? Yep. Alright. Your trivial pursuit? <laughs> Get it? Because you're not gonna... I would call this non-trivial, because if he doesn't catch him, then he can't use his hunter's mark anymore. Mm. That's right. Oh. Alright, so that guy keeps on running and makes it to the mouth of the tunnel that you all came in. And just okay. passed on the inside, kind of around the corner a little bit. The other one attempts to save versus his paralysis, and does break free. No. So, he can't do anything, but he's free now from that, and we're back to Tokus. Okay, am I closer to Aslo this time, and is Aslo anywhere near... You're right next to each other. Okay, so... Give me that, and I take the, <laughs> my, my poison rapier back from Aslo uh, unapologetically, and maybe you shoot me a surprised look. I'm not sure, or maybe I just shoot you. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, so I snatch the weapon back, and I will barrel after the one that is getting away. Okay, so you're just leaving the one on the ground here? Yeah, Aslo can handle that guy. You can't catch up to the one that's running. He's faster than you. Oh, yeah? Well, what if I give him a little bit of the gnomish battle cry? He'll think twice about running for me. he's going to run even faster. <laughs> he's going to... No, you don't understand. I should pursue him because he's going to have to slow down when he starts to coil into the tunnel. I might be able to catch him. He's wounded. Like, you might not kill him, Shaba. I don't have to catch up to him. All I have to do is be able to see him. You might miss. You might I not give be fast enough. There's a yeah, guy I lying. I give all my actions worth of chase. <laughs> He's giving all of his actions worth of running, so. I'm using all my actions to chase after the one that's getting away. Frivolously leaving behind the one that was easy prey. Okay. You can do that. <laughs> you do know. That is what I'm doing. Tokus does know that 
at the rate of movement that he's going, you're not going to be able to catch up to him unless he stops somewhere. Yeah, but he's wounded, so I'm slightly faster. No, but the DM just said that you're That's definitely not all not how that faster. works. <laughs> you're, t- you're much slower. Yeah, won't he slow down when he has to get into the tunnel? But so not will you. necessarily, yeah. But so will I, yeah. that's true. And you, these guys also can climb incredibly fast. All of you guys are saying there's no point. Just do what you do what you feel in your heart. I wouldn't even get close enough to like throw something do at you, him. Do what you feel in your heart. But the DM just told you that even Tokus knows he won't be able to catch up with him. It's hopeless. Right, so I, I grab the sword from Aslo and I start after the other one, and then I realize I won't be able to catch him. And I begrudgingly turn around and stare at the one that's easy prey on the ground. <laughs> Sulk back. And I say, "This is for my brothers and sisters." That you didn't directly kill, but someone that looked like you killed, and it's your fault, and I stabbed them in the face. <laughs> and apparently I get cold feet. Well, you have advantage because he's on the ground. Yeah. Ah, okay, I'll roll again. So don't get too cold. 15. That hits. Okay. Four damage. But it's face damage. <laughs> face damage. So you stab him in the cheek. And he's nice. still alive because so far you've just gotten two very weak attacks, but he is yet again paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> I just gave him some Botox. Yeah, right? Mm. He's going to swell up like a watermelon. He's just kind of gargling and moaning in what little muscle <laughs> control he has left. <laughs> just squirming on the ground and... <laughs> he sticks his tongue out at you. I almost feel bad for this being... <laughs> Almost. Uh, Aslo. Yeah, every time he tries to get up, he gets stabbed again. Um, speaking of which, uh, that would be an 18 to hit. Yep. And a 3 damage. And you finally put him out of his misery. Huzzah! Hey, alright. And Shaba. Alright, I've got some misery to put someone else out of. <laughs> You need to work on your uh, hey, your, that's your an challenges there. <laughs> I've got you've downs. got some misery t- for me to put you out of, buddy. <laughs> and I got a twenty-five to hit. And since he's marked, that's eight damage. Okay, well he had one hit point, so all right, nice, nice. You shoot him again in the back, and he slams into the wall side of the tunnel <laughs> and falls down to the side. And you now find yourselves in a. Suddenly silent room. I retrieve my arrows <sighs> from his spine. Live, laugh, love, roll for initiative. The Damage Guild Podcast. <clears throat> oh, is this thing on? Hey there, Damage Guild Podcast listener or listeners, if you're more than one person. I'm Sean Abrams, a.k.a. Tokus Alton, and I'm here to tell you about our social media accounts. We use Twitter, and you can find us at Damage Guild. There is no the in that. It's just at Damage Guild. Drop us a tweet about something you like or don't like about the show. We'd love to hear from you personally. We also have a Facebook page. You can find us either by typing out Damage Guild in their search bar or use the link at the top of our main page. That would be www.thedamageguild.com. See, there's a the that time. Uh, And clicking the iconic Facebook F located at the top of the home screen. Also, I recommend you don't search for www.damageguild.com without the the. 
you end up at some weird uh, website that has nothing to do with us. Anyway, uh, to circle back to that Twitter thing, that too can be found on the top right links of our homepage. Uh, in fact, most anything we tell you on these episode mid-rolls can be found on our website. So save yourself the trouble of waiting until these short breaks and telling yourself, I'll do it later. Be honest with yourself and stop procrastinating. You can go to our website and link up with our social media to spread word of our show to your friends. You can get that promotion at work. You can run in that marathon coming up in a few weeks, uh, but you should probably train for that first or you'll pull a hamstring. Anyway, where, where was I? Yes. So stop giving excuses to us to why you haven't told your people about us. Thanks. And now back to the show. This is the Damage Guild Podcast. I think they're supposed to be considered destroyed if they hit something. Oh, shucks. <laughs> and if they miss, you get half of them back or something like that. Oh, okay. I'll retrieve the one I missed with. Uh, so we regroup, and I say, Tokus, you have some really great ideas. The uh, handing off your sword for me to throw at someone was not among them. <laughs> yeah, I was like super on board the Tokus train when you dipped the sword in the, the like poison stuff. Yeah, you, you liked that. Yeah, that was great. And then I, I debarked as soon as you got to give Aslo my sword and shield bash him town. And by the time we arrived at, yeah, run after the guy and try to shield bash him, even wearing heavy armor, I had already jumped off the moving train. Well, you know, uh, it's worrisome that you're saying that because that's some of the same feedback. The very first cave fight I was ever in and my pops sat me down and said, look, I don't think you're cut out for this. You can keep tagging along, but you didn't really do what we asked you to do. And and Chaba, I feel kind of antagonized because you're, you're telling me something similar. And I just get these urges to do these things. And I understand you're trying to help me figure out a better strategy, but you just got to let me do me. Yeah, as, I, as you're saying this, I start feeling like you're going to panic again. Oh, I, I already am. I'm breathing in my, my bag. So I grab you by the ankles and turn you upside down and just hang <laughs> you by your feet. And I go, all right, Tokus, woosah, woosah. Deep breaths, calm down. This isn't down. helping. <laughs> calm I'm down. upside down. Woosah. <laughs> and then I just start gently, like, swinging you a little bit. I'm like, okay. All right, we'll be fine. I, just, right. just relax. I, I get it, Shaba, though. We're a team. I'll try to listen to, to your advice maybe next time i think you're really a lot better with that sword than you give yourself credit for just saying i think the carry on feeder poison did the heavy lifting for me today Shabba. well hey that just shows that you have some real good ideas up here you just gotta you just gotta dis learn to discern which ones are the good ideas and which ones are the not so <laughs> you know <laughs> I mean, it made sense to me, though. Like, Aslo, he throws swords and stuff, right? You juggle swords, then, didn't you? I throw weapons that have the throne quality. Let's put it that way. Mm. <laughs> that would have been cool, though, if we'd thought of that. Uh, and we had you dip your throwing knives in the poison. Yeah, or Shaba's arrows. Yeah. It was almost a complete idea. I got you. I, I, I'll accept the constructive criticism I'll learn from it. We have better weapons in our party to be dipping. Right. I mean, in any case, you know, thinking on our feet, we didn't do too bad. Yeah, good. Good quick thinking. I'm just excited the poison was relevant. Like, I would have been sad if I used some of that up and it didn't do anything. By the way, how many, like, it, so that was a full vial and I dipped the sword in it. Like, how many uses would, like, a vial of said stuff have? Well, it's probably not going to be that much of it. It's probably some small 
like sample. Size. I mean, we milked that thing for a while. Okay, I got gotcha. you. So maybe, maybe multiple uses, but not many, is what you're saying. Yeah, maybe we learn a lesson from this. Maybe we just go back to town and stock you up on vials. <laughs> like, so that you just are never running out. And then so anytime mm. we kill a monster, you just milk it. When it's dead, you just milk it dry. And you fill all your vials with it. Right. I mean, I was looking at my character sheet, and I did actually even take the nature perk, because I, I was planning on, like, going around the wilderness and, like, putting things in vials and, and using them as such. I think we already did say that you you had, like, half a dozen of them or something. Yeah, you even told Ezric you were going to collect some stuff. Well, that wasn't what I was concerned about. I was concerned about, okay, like, when I use things, like, that's a lot for me to ask you, like, okay, how many uses do I have left? And that's a lot for me to manage on the character sheet. Like, okay, this particular vial has four out of five uses left. I mean, that's almost like being a spellcaster, right? You have your alchemical components. And then I say we go the extra mile and we get you a, a flippin' bandolier. We get you <laughs> like vials for miles, is what I'm saying. <laughs> so you just have them strapped I'd to you. i have to memorize which ones are which. Yeah, totally. You can do that. What if I grab the wrong vial, Shaba? Dude, then all the fun starts. That's when the cool <laughs> like, things wait, start Wait, that happening. was the hair growth potion, <laughs> yes. and then like, the monster like exactly. grows like hair over its eyeballs, right. and it can't see. Every time you grab a vial, you just roll a d20 and see which one it is. <laughs> and see which one you grab. <laughs> right. That's what I'm saying. We gotta just get you strapped up. I need, I need some use ones though like the hair growth potion right like on on there some totally innocuous concoctions and then some deadly ones i think you still got half your vials empty at this point well the grimlocks don't really seem to have anything could i like inspect them there's probably nothing worth putting in a vial from the grimlocks right not unless you want their blood yeah maybe if we drink their blood we'll learn to feel in the dark like they do we'll become like <laughs> vampires but grimlocks instead maybe we should take one of their clubs those seem like pretty strong weapons. They're just bone, right? Bone on bone. Just a bone club. Yeah. yeah. Nothing special? Better off with my rapier? Okay. I say we continue um, investigating this room and see if there's any other tunnels where they lead. Okay. Agreed. So we'll pick up where we left off. Left hand on the wall, about a quarter of the way around the room, and continue. Alright. So you circle the whole room and... In the process of doing that, you find one tunnel that is a vertical shaft leading downwards. Oh my. It's a, sh a little bit always, about 10 feet away from one of the walls, and it's roughly four feet across. And that's it? That's all? That's everything? That's it. Oh wow. Well, we're screwed, guys. We have failed. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what do you mean? This is, uh, this is their nest. This is where they came from. Yeah, but how are we going to block this and or go down? Our rope is in being used already. Well, yeah, I don't think we need to go... If this is the only exit from this area, then we don't even need to go down, right? The mission, the quest, was to s plug the holes, basically. Yeah. Um, this is a hole-plug-in quest, and by golly, if we can <laughs> plug this hole, then... We'll get paid. Are you saying that was the whole quest? It <laughs> was the whole quest. We don't. We can't plug this hole. It's a. It's a vertical shaft that goes down for we don't know how long. I assume when I shine my light down, I can't see to the bottom, right? Well, you can see the, the walls of the tunnel for about fifty feet down, and then it opens again, and you don't see the walls anymore. Yeah, probably opens into the top of some massive cavern. Yep, I think we're pretty much screwed, guys. I think we've failed. 
Well, hang on a second. We should spend a little bit more time inspecting this room, I think. Okay. Could we do some more? Could we do some rolling some dice? A eh? dungeon master. Okay, well, what are you looking for? I'm looking for um, deliverance. No, I just I'm looking for like uh, some. Hmm. So this is peculiar, right? So we're deep, deep down in the earth, and we have this really open cavern that seems like it's all natural, like basically water cleared this one out. Yeah. Is what you're saying? Yes. Like natural natural. erosion? Okay. How far away was the original ravine into which we descended to get here? How long were you traveling down the tunnel from there to here? Yeah. It's probably about five minutes. I'm not sure what the distance of that would be. Yeah, okay, but so five, yeah, just as a general idea, five minutes. Um, so there's all the boulders back there. Could we use those? To, it, to what end? Like, there's no hole that's small enough to actually plug. Well, hold on oh, a how second. big is this hold hole? Hold on a second. It's about four feet across. Four feet. And it's vertical. Precisely, Shaba. It's vertical. Like, all the effort that it took to plug the other hole, what if we simply... And I, and I hate to use this. I, I was thinking we could use their bodies as a deterrent, but what if we piled the bodies at the entrance, went back up, use Asla's idea, gather those boulders, roll the boulders to a certain point, and then let gravity kind of take them down the tunnel? We could even maybe grab some boulders that would be too hot, long or big, sorry, for us to roll down the entire tunnel, but, like, you know, wouldn't gravity start to make it easier to push them down the hole? I don't know if we were going downhill toward the hole. Yeah, he said it was vertical. You said, like, it's it spiraled down. Did you not? I said it was twisty and you were descending. Yeah, the, the path to get down here, but the shaft that actually goes out of this room is vertical. It's a four-foot vertical shaft. So any rock we push into it that's smaller than that hole goes bye-bye. It's gone. Hmm. But Toka said that some of the boulders were bigger than him. We don't have the strength to move a boulder that size. Even the three of us put together. Hmm. Well, hey, case in point, we were asked to prevent monsters from coming out of this place. I don't see any monsters anymore. (laughs) (laughs) They can climb. They just climb up out of that hole. Well, we could still push the bodies down there and see what happens. Send them a message. And then the Grimlocks just eat the dead bodies and go on about their day. (laughs) No, I imagine we would get some sort of reaction. Maybe that's not what we want. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking of taking, like, the bone clubs and, like, stacking them in a certain way at the at the entrance and then pushing some boulders and using that as a framework. Mm. I don't know. Basically, guys, I'm not quite out of ideas, but I'm out of good ideas. Okay, here's, here's my first question. Uh, I'd like to take, find a small pebble nearby or something, cast light on that, <clears throat> and then, if you guys are okay with it, drop it down to see if that shaft gets any narrower toward the bottom. Oh, well, he, he already said it goes down and then opens up after 50 feet. Okay. We can see the walls of the, sh- of the vertical shaft going down 50 feet, and then they just open up into a big cavern. And it doesn't get any uh, narrower on the way down? Yeah, you know that scene from the very beginning of uh, Two Towers, where Gandalf and the Balrog are falling down, and then they, you see them the wide-angle uh, right. view, and they're fall. Yeah, that's, the, that's what's happening here. Yeah, yeah, okay. Except it's four feet wide instead of, like, 30 feet wide. Well, it opens up yeah. into something that we <laughs> right, don't right. know, an arbitrary amount of width. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Okay, so we just need to cast Speak with Stone and ask the cave politely to close the hole. Yeah, yeah, we just get a high-level caster and have him come down here and meld the stone and yeah, yeah. seal yep. the entrance. See, yep. see, now you're thinking, Shava. Yeah, that's right. All right, so I'll get right on that. Okay. Um, <laughs> how big was the, was the tunnel from the original chasm area as we walked? Or what was, like, the narrowest that it got as we walked down here? Probably the tightest was about five feet. We could at least just roll a bunch of boulders over there and and uh, stack them up and cause a big make a big uh, big plug there. I mean that's that's pretty much our only option. I think it's going to take so. for yeah, friggin' ever, and we're going to have to roll a ton of boulders down there that are yeah. s- small enough for us to be able to move. We don't have explosives. We can't cause a tunnel cave in. I look around to see if any of the rock in this area looks remotely, like, loose. Like, it could be, even if it's attached, if it could be loosened. Uh, give me an investigate check. You do that too, Tokus. Why don't you have a thorough look around? Yeah. Oh, you think I know rocks? You think I know caves? I yeah, do. I'll take a look yeah. <laughs> I think you have a brain that's bigger than mine. Uh, is this a cave check? Because I got a very low roll. <laughs> Investigation? Yeah. So, yeah, it's a cave check. I got a seven. Mine is not worth mentioning. Yeah, same. I rolled a one. Ooh, you know what? I have a brilliant idea. Remember way back... I mean, I, I, I know we all tried to forget about this incident. Remember when I blew myself up at Aslo's house? I haven't forgotten about that. <laughs> I, I think about it every day. I have nightmares every night. Yeah, I've been scarred for life from that incident, Tokus. But thank you for bringing it up again. Right. But what if that was a good thing? What if I scaled that experiment up? Okay, hang on. This is a question maybe for the Dungeon Master. Do I remember what I mixed together minus the crystal and embedding in my chest part? Do I remember roughly what I mixed together? So if you could reproduce those steps using the scientific method. Reproduce the experiment, but we run away. You think you might be able to get a small explosion again? But like on a larger scale. We still have the remains of the crystal. Don't forget. What was the crystal part of it, though? Did that cause the reaction? Oh, yes. Do we need it? Oh, so, you, so Shaba thinks that the crystal is part of the recipe. Because it was when you dropped the crystal into the mixture, it exploded and the crystal lodged itself in your chest. So somebody with really good accuracy will have to lob the crystal into the pot. Exactly. From a safe distance. Or fire it out of a bow. Or one of us will have to kamikaze ourselves. No, 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 no. We're going to... No, no. Nosies. Absolutely not, Shaba. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, uh, I got a better <laughs> idea. Shaba. Why don't yeah. we set like a really here. long wick, like a rope, <laughs> and then it, 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 it... Oh, ooh. <laughs> no, no, you were, you were on the right track when you said, uh, when you said shoot it uh, with an arrow. I'll just tie it to the front of an arrow and I'll shoot it. Focus, Tokus. No, no, no. We don't have to do it that way. We, we have a wick and that wick goes to the kettle or the cauldron, right, the pot, and then lights the fire, and then that's going to heat up, and then once it hits the right temperature for the reaction, the crystal's already in the concoction, and it explodes. Oh, I see. So we have some options. If we have to wait for it to heat up, why don't we just light it and then walk away? (laughs) Yeah, there's no wick that needs to be involved. (laughs) Because that'll take roughly ten minutes. (laughs) Because the wick is so much cooler, Aslo. Stop using your reasoning. This is science, not reasoning. (laughs) Yeah, science has nothing to do with logic and reasoning. You can light it, take a quick cat nap, and then, then walk away. It's more like magic. Just, it just does. This is probably going way beyond the bounds of what the alchemist kid is supposed to do, but um, I will allow you to attempt to make a bomb with it. 
Yes. And the results of your check will determine what happens exactly. All right. We're going to make a bomb. While they're setting that up, I go around looking for appropriately sized boulders. Because I'm assuming that it would be awesome if it did work, but I'm assuming it's not going to work. So I'm sort of lining them up and getting ready to move them down the wait, the hallway. Wait, 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 wait. Shaba, you're on to something. If we have no materials for the explosion to have, there's no point in just doing an explosion next to the hole. Fuel. Right. I'm saying we put the boulders around the explosion and then the explosion happens and... Oh, uh, we use the boulders as like shrapnel. Yes. Okay. We'll get small boulders. Wait. Why don't we just do this in the in the tunnel leading into this big room and then it just causes the, the tunnel to collapse? Yeah. There would be better in the tunnel. That's what we're doing, right? I thought that's this whole time that's what we were talking about. Because uh, why would we just make yes. an, ex- big, an explosion in the middle of a big room? We're make, we're going to the narrowest part of the tunnel and making the explosion there, oh. obviously, right? You're right, Shaba. That's what I was thinking the whole time. <laughs> I figured that was an obvious point of this uh, exercise. I was just so excited about a big explosion. Forgot about that part. All right, so I'll get cracking. I'll start replicating what I remember from when I blew myself up. Okay. Do I make the check yet? Yeah, sure. Give me your alchemist proficiency. Right, I will give you a bomb check. Wait, before we do this roll, I, I already saw the result. I was going to say I should have been inspired. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. You should have been. So this goes horribly, horribly wrong. That was a natural one. <laughs> oh, no. Well, hey, that's what you got mm-hmm. last time, except this time you're trying to do it, so... <laughs> I'm scared. Are you guys a safe distance away? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm at the Definitely. mouth of the tunnel. Nowhere near. Guys, you. this is a bad idea, just like it was last time. Okay, so you're you're mixing these ingredients together in the middle of the tunnel, and the others are looking for boulders to bring to you when it's ready. Mm-hmm. And you get about halfway through your concoction, or what you think is halfway, and it explodes prematurely. <laughs> oh no Like in my hands We're on the wrong side I drop the big stone I'm holding And run down the tunnel Tokus I run it over too Tokus Tokus <laughs> I like wave away the smoke And Tokus where are you Are you okay Speak to me bud There's just so much smoke You can't even find me As you run down there The tunnel is just filled with dust and debris And you hear a coughing <laughs> <laughs> Speak to me Tokus Say something where are you? Chaba! I don't feel so good again. Oh, no. I feel around until I locate him. Yeah, you look around for a while, and eventually you find him. A few small rocks have fallen, but not nearly enough to collapse the tunnel. And Tokus himself has taken three points of damage. You have kind of these scorch marks all over your face and hands. <laughs> <laughs> and uh. you're just standing there with the remains of... Your alchemist kit in front of you. Oh, no. Oh. Dang it. So you have little pieces of it that no. you might still be able to use, but I mean. All right. Well, it was worth the shot. Yeah. No. Let's, let's get this cleaned up. Let's start moving rocks. Because that's our life for the next couple of days. Mm. All right. Well, the good news is I have someone who can help us. Unseen servant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, really? That's right. And how much boulder can Monsieur Unseen Servant lift? Well, Mr. Servant's got a strength score of two. So um, (laughs) I can pick up a couple pebbles here and there and, uh, you know. So he can wipe the sweat from my brow as I'm carrying these boulders. All right, cool. Well, nice to meet you, Mr. Servant. (laughs) I think that's, what, 30 pounds? Oh, is it? That's actually Ah, reasonable. 30 pounds is, you can get a nice melon-sized rock. 
30 yeah. pounds. That'll, that'll help. Okay. All right. We start moving rocks, and we don't stop until that entire narrowest part of that passage is plugged. And I will cast Unseen Servant to help us out. I, even though I don't have any hair on my head at all, I have a super long beard by the time we're done. Uh, how long does Unseen Servant last? Uh, one hour. Okay, well, that'll help for the first hour, at least. I bust out my loot and I play. I'm a servant for you. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, and then he springs into life. Um, so between the four of you, you can move something like 450, 450 pounds per trip. Don't forget Stripey. Yeah, Stripey helps. I I tie some small rocks to his back. <laughs> <laughs> it takes more time for you to tie them and untie them each trip than it does. <laughs> no, I just tell him to chill and not get in any trouble. He keeps lookout. Yeah. So, but at that rate of moving, you're obviously slowed down as you're carrying these boulders, but it honestly probably won't take you more than a few hours to get it generally blocked off, I would think. 400 plus pounds of rock every five or six minutes. I mean, that seems like it wouldn't take all that long. Yeah, a few hours. I mean, you know, be, actually being there, it would it would feel like forever <laughs> either way. So that's exhausting work. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that makes sense. You should probably have a level of exhaustion after this. Yeah, if you want to make it extra sturdy, let's call it five hours to get it packed in there and a little bit wider than just at the narrowest point. So Okay. I drink a five-hour energy. To stave off the effects of exhaustion. I drink a Gatorade to replenish my electrolytes. Yeah, but it's really just my my Goliath potion that I made. Which is just badger urine. Yeah, <laughs> badger urine and kale mixed in. <laughs> a few blueberries to get those... Uh, yeah, yeah the, know, the acai whatever. berry to yeah. get my antioxidants. <laughs> Some avocado for omega-3s and you're all set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Dash of fish oil in there. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm all about that energy right now. And then we go to sleep as soon as we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Last boulder, we all instantly fall asleep. Yeah. <sighs> and yeah, I think we'll we'll try and as best we can, like, pack it with, with some mud, too, in places just to make it extra sturdy as part of that process. Yeah, we'll use Tokus's mud mixture from before and try and pour yeah. it into the cracks. Use that water that's coming down into the tunnel to kind of, like, shuffle up some dirt and rocks and whatever in any type of container that we can cobble together. Oh, I know. We can use Tokus' shield, right? That's yeah, got a that works. concave. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or your breastplate. That would be... No, you're wearing chainmail. Never mind. That would leak like a sieve. I've already lost enough trying to close this tunnel, Java. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, we do as thorough of a job as we feel is necessary to prevent that hole from ever opening up again. Well, since you used your own strength to seal it, you could probably use your own strength to unseal it, but it would take a while. Yeah, that's the problem. But for tiny little uh, gray men, they definitely don't have the same strength as a Goliath, so Mm. we can probably rest on that. True. I still think we should have included the bones of their friends in that rubble pile as a deterrent. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, all their bones are on the other side, so we could pile them up before we stack everything. Yeah, as we're building it, we'll somehow, like, drape their bodies on the the front side, or the back side now. I'll just carve their skulls out of their heads 
as we're, uh, <laughs> as we're you know, we, could, we could just drape the bodies that works too no but it's more we macabre if we have the skulls mounted yeah <laughs> they're flat neanderthalic skulls i'll have the unseen servant do that part <laughs> basically we just wanted to say in their language don't screw with this yeah, yeah pretty much or you will end up like your friends also we carve that message into the rock in their language <laughs> which we don't speak um we let's see yeah so we're we're all exhausted and uh tired guys let's yep. uh i think I'd, I'd call this a job well done what do you say we uh scurry back up and start making our way home Mm-hmm. let's not forget about uh mr nibrin oh actually dm question do we at any point in this adventure did we see a, a beam that was down from one of the supports no he said they all looked sturdy and new Okay. Like they'd yeah. only been there for a few years. There was the remains of the board that was used as a bridge that used down here with you. Oh, okay. Um, I was just thinking maybe we, yeah, take something like that. If we have to, you know, snap it in a few different pieces. But we use that, set it at an angle up against the, the rocks as like additional support against it. Oh, yeah, that board. Right. Okay. It's not going to be used for anything else down here. Yeah. Okay. So you break it into a few small pieces and... Set it up as additional barricades. Yeah, just, just wedge it in there. All right, shall we uh, climb up? Yeah, we go back and visit Mr. Nibrin, and we tell him that job's done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, all right. you are all exhausted still, and you don't have anyone to pull you up at the top, so someone has to make a climb up there first. Hmm. With disadvantage. Well... Neither of us is going to be able to haul um, Shaba up, so... All right, never mind. It's not worth the risk. One of us is going to fall. Let's just sleep down here and then go up and uh, talk to him <laughs> when, we're, when we're awake. We'll just long rest down here. We have to spend another night down in this place? To not be exhausted? Yeah, I think. Ugh. Yep. All right, so we do that. We wake up. We climb up. We go to Nibrin. <laughs> okay, someone still has to make an athletics check to climb. Hmm. Okay. It could be me. All right. You're pretty athletic. Well, I don't know about that. <laughs> All right, I will... Okay, so how are you... Oh, I'll give you an inspiration. How are you handling the rope and the bag here? Ooh, I guess we got to do the opposite this time, right? Mm-hmm. We leave the bag end at the bottom? Yeah. Well, whoever comes up last has to grab the end of the rope, don't they? I guess either way, we, we can just haul the rope up once we're done. Okay. I will climb. I give you inspiration. Yes. Oh, I don't need to use it. Nice. All right, well, you have 19. it then. Well, 19 plus... No, uh, 21. All right. Since it's 200 feet, give me, let's say, two more checks. Oh. Okay, I may need to use that inspiration. Yeah, good thing you have it now. 20. Nice. So 22. Okay. And last one. Ooh, I'm going to roll uh, the dice. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Tokus. Uh, ten. Okay. Having the rope and the wall, it's not actually that tough of a climb, so ten is enough. Oh, whew. Okay. So you make it to the top. I shout down, thanks, Aslo! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm here for, here for, here for. <laughs> okay, we climb out. Yeah, you can pull the others up without them having to make checks. I give it the, the heave and the hoe and the heave. Nice. All right. Help them up. We take the pouch rope... Who's, who wants to hold on to it? 
Tokus, you want this? Uh, I want the rope because I'm proficient with climbing. So yeah, go for it. I want I want the special rope, and I want All to right. be able to study it. You got All it. Right. Okay. Right Extending down. things are useful. Write down yeah. Lobbock's le- lengthy line on your yep. inventory. I don't even have to tell you the names of these magic items. You just come up with your own. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Lobbock's lengthy line. Yep. Okay, we go to Nibrin. We're like, hey, dude, we're ready to go. You ready to go? Finally, I was worried that you'd either died or left me here. Yeah, well, neither is true, so we're good to go. (laughs) All hope is not lost, as it turns out. All right, well, if you can give me a hand, I guess I'll struggle to my feet and we can head out then. I hand him a mechanical hand. It's it's just a hand. (laughs) (laughs) I'll give you both hands and both feet. I just scoop him up in my arms. Carry him. Okay. The, the crumpled body that's left. Yeah, you got a broken leg. He holds on tight to you. And I'm, while I'm carrying him, I'm like, hey, uh, Stripey, grab that uh, grab that quail from uh, the other night, will you? Out of my pack. And so Stripey brings it out with his teeth, and it's just still got all the feathers on it and stuff. And I'm like, all right, give, give, it, to, uh, give it to Mr. Nibbin here. He's probably hungry. And so he just drops <laughs> the dead quail on, in Nibbin's lap. I'm like, there you go, bud. Eat up. <laughs> This doesn't seem like something that should just be eaten raw. You know, plain quail is a delicacy, <laughs> and you should take that back. Begging and choosing over there, Nibrin. <laughs> I've eaten those dozens of times. Hundreds, even. But I can see if you you might want it cooked a little bit, so we'll, we'll get that done when we get outside. So you circle your way around the passageway, past the one overhang and cavern opening, and to the split in the path that went to the entrance and to the direction that you never went. I thought we covered everything because the one way led us back. We in a big loop to go back to the top. Now, the first split, you never went both directions. We never went the other uh, way. I d- I, you know, I think this is one of those times where we just move on. Yeah, I'm seriously, I'm done with this place. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, we also have a wounded person. Uh, I ask him, do you know anything about... About what's down this way? Oh, yeah, he said it was offices. Oh, yeah. He did mention it. Yeah, the offices. It's the storage and, yeah, the record-keeping and check-in, check-out for the mines. Uh, uh, storage might have things. Yeah, but we didn't get hired to rob this place. We got hired to plug the holes. Yeah. I, I see where you're going. Like, I'm, I, I like that thinking, but if they come back and everything's plundered... They're going to kind of have an inkling that we did it since one of their workers was with us when it happened. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just look the other way, would you, Nibbin? Just, yeah, just, just pretend, just cover your eyes and ears. Nibbin will only take you home if you turn a blind eye. <laughs> we could also blind him. That's an option. Or we'll blind your eyes. All right, so so I ask Nibbin, you feel pretty confident that there shouldn't be anything nefarious down this hallway? Well, unless they set up shop there. All right, we go down the hallway and take a look. Let's just go. Yeah. Pull a look. I think we got to do our due diligence. Yep. Okay. So you head down the tunnel, and it opens up into a small mined-out section. There's a series of crates and some barrels, as well as several mine carts that are currently mostly empty, and those are all just kind of set against one wall, filling close to half the room. On the other side, there's a wooden table. With a chair behind it and a couple of books sitting on top, along with ink, quill, and such. And 
peeking out from behind the table, you can see a couple of boots. Uh, I say hello. Uh, is there anyone in those boots over there? <laughs> you get no response. Okay, I walk over and grab the boots. Hmm. Putting Nivrin down on the table first. You walk over and you find the mangled body of some person who was here. Ew, gross. Nibrin, do you know this man? He looks only for a second and then turns away. He says, that was our record keeper, Aldic. Well, you should make sure that your bosses know that he's down here when they come back, or else it's going to be an unpleasant surprise. I'll be sure to let them know. All right, let's, let's get out of here. We're sorry for your loss. Yeah, it looks like from his wounds that he was probably attacked by those spiked clubs and mm. such. Mm. Yeah. Now, guys, I don't want to hang out down here any longer than you guys do, but just out of curiosity, do you think I should uh, cast Detect Magic and see if uh, there's anything hanging around down here? Yes, I think you should. What's the radius on that? You just cast it and then he can walk around the room and... He'll be able to tell. Because I can do it as a ritual. It'll just take ten minutes. So I'll do that. Okay. I mean, you're acting as if we have infinite time, Aslo, but <laughs> sure. You cast Detect Magic, <laughs> and aside from your own rope and candle and candlestick, you also note the boots that the body is wearing. Ooh! Arrating very faint <laughs> magic. Mm, very well, faint. I don't think he's going to need those anymore. <laughs> I could be mistaken, but... I asked Nibrin, do you think he's going to... Do you think he'll want these? I mean... <laughs> yeah, we could use some a new pair of shoes. <laughs> I would rather you not dishonor the dead. He was a good man. <laughs> oh, no, he, well, no, we mean him all the honor in the world. Well, what if we take the body with us and we can bury it properly? Yeah. And then I wink at Aslo, like, <laughs> as if that's our opportunity to grab the boots. <laughs> Taking him with us and burying him would be the right thing to do either way, so we should probably do that. Can one of you guys carry him? Because I'm carrying Nibrin. Uh, I-, I can probably muster to carry a human if I try. Okay. If you think you can handle it, then go, let's do it. I was just thinking we were kind of overloaded, but yeah. All right. It's so like, I drape the body over myself and try to awkwardly carry it over my head. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's been dead a while. He smells. Yeah. Probably. There's maybe a wrong, a, a, a poor, poor choice, Aslo. Can you help me? Can you grab his feet? They're dragging. I'll cast Unseen Servant again. <laughs> <laughs> he can help you. He'll cradle the guy's head to help it not be so heavy. Yeah, he needs a name, by the way. A servant. Let's see. I'll have to think of a name for him. Okay. We carry them to the, uh, the lift, right? The little bucket. Yep. And then we get inside and close the gate. And then before we start going up, I say, Tokus, remember when I said there would be a time for that gnomish battle cry? But why do we need the battle cry? To see if there's anything left. Okay, but then it's going to rush at us if there is. Well, we're in the lift. We just click the thing and counterweight pulls us up. Well, you have to pull yourselves up. It's just the counterweight makes it easier. All right, mm. well, then we uh, we pull ourselves about eh, 10 or 20 feet off the ground, for starters. <laughs> and everybody take out your ranged weapons. And okay. Tokus, <laughs> give us that battle cry. All right, so I suck in a, a, a gust of wind, <sighs> fill my lungs, and let go a tremendous cry. But, like, you have to actually do it. 
or else it doesn't happen. No, I'm not going to actually do it. It's so anticlimactic if you don't actually <laughs> no, do I need it. You to, We've I been building about this up the to other this day. for like three episodes now, <laughs> and you're not actually going to give us the if battle you cry? you don't do the battle Come cry, on. all the hopes and dreams of children across the world will be dashed for eternity. I was hoping you'd go and like look up like the battle cry like that the Ewoks have from episode five. No, I don't want someone else's battle cry. I want your battle cry. Yeah. But I don't know what I'm going to say. Do it like they do in Game of Thrones. You just n- call out the name of your home castle or homeland. Right. So that's yeah, yeah, yeah. for the Rathcon Hills. So. <laughs> for the Rathcon Hills gnomes! <laughs> we will destroy you! <laughs> uh.